I'll explain why everything is dark. I'm not in my normal place, but we'll start now and then I'll explain to you what's going on. Reading from Chaitanya Bhagavat, chapter 28, text 71 to 72. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Etekeya Kichu Dravya Achaye Tahar Tomasa Bakara Hoya Shastra Parachar Eteke Tamara Shabe Apane Milayayena Itchatena Karumo Yana Chalia. You may distribute all the items he has left amongst yourselves. The Shastra declare that those items belong to you. So be satisfied, do as you please. Let me go from here. Om Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadhanti Kam Vanchakalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Srivas Adi Ghor Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, <coughs> Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from New Jersey. Um, I'm staying at my mother's place for a few days. This is the first time I'm staying here since the pandemic. Um, my younger brother is overly protective and I don't have much decision-making authority because basically I've been in India for 46 years. Um, even when I said I would take a test, he was skeptical I'd get it after I took the test while I was waiting. But finally, he is seated. So I'm here for a few days um, visiting my mother. And uh, there's not real, I'm staying in a, a room that used to be my father's kind of room, not to sleep, but where he would kind of relax. But, you know, the place just deteriorates so that none of the lights work. <laughs> so that's why it's a little bit dark. And uh, just to share with you, like I usually do, some thoughts I had. As usual, I get up in the morning and I chant. And uh, I... hadn't actually started a Monday morning greetings yet, which was unusual. If the, the first thing in writing is you have to have an inspiration what to write about. And for my Monday morning greetings, it has to be more or less kind of like a, a realization, an original thought. Um, I thought of the connection between realization and reality that realization is when you see reality. Um, and a lot of times they come in my, Monday, in my morning chanting period, which begins quite early. 
Um, so I kind of had the realization, I'm going to see how I can develop it now that I'm already late beginning it called, called Dying in America. And the thought, the concept I had is, is basically, well, there's two things. One is the lack of spiritual culture uh, and the lack of culture in general. In terms of spiritual culture, um, without not just a belief in God, but some realization, you actually see the reality of it and therefore you live by it. Um, you're losing everything. We're in a spiritual culture. Um, death is not the end of existence. You realize that. Um, and hopefully by some training, you have an internal life because the external life goes. Every, I can see that with my mother there's no, she has no control anymore. And she's completely dependent on her assistant here. Um, which is difficult for the consciousness, I can see, for someone who has been so independent, independent enough that even in her 90s, she didn't want to move with my brothers, but rather stay in, in her own house. And that's America. I mean, there's a, there's a good and bad side to everything. America is the land of the free, but it's freedom too. It's not necessarily, which is great. I mean, I, I have some patriotism simply for the fact that I can go out in the Dodi and chant Hare Krishna. It's a great country. Um, but the freedom from and uh, the freedom from um, well how would I put it you know the freedom from loneliness the freedom from um a lack of support, a lack of community, um, of no freedom. Anyway, I'm not so clear, but the idea I had is, is something like this. In, in, in Hindi, the term for orphanage is anatalaya. Laya means a place, an office, a place. Nata means controller, like Natri. Krishna is Natji, he's the controller. He lifted up Govardhan Hill. A not means no controller. So in America, that idea is carried, that is glorified to the and it's great in, to a certain limit. But when it goes to the lack of guardianship, the lack of shelter, the lack of protection. Because that and not to lie, I forgot to tell you what it means. It means orphanage. <laughs> the, the Hindi term for orphanage is anatta, a place where we have no guardian, we have no controller. So that independence in America, it, it takes you away, you know, it, 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 you make a stand for it to such a degree you want so much independence that you become independent of shelter. And therefore the concept in America, there's nursing homes. People get sick, they put in, they're put in nursing homes. I see that Gail's here and I always admired that her family took care of her mother-in-law. The whole family rotated. So from that, well, and she had the spiritual culture. She, she used to watch the mass on TV and she chanted on her rosary. It's, it's a whole, and the, it, so 
the spiritual culture and the material culture because there are not when, when, when children get married they move out of the house it's a great thing they're independent they're independent every child moves out they're independent what are they but yes they're independent but they they become independent from shelter and then at the end of life it's either a nursing home or my mother they they have a they're hiring someone to take care of her she's a nice lady but it's just not the same type of 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 care and love that goes the nth degree because i could see what it means to take care of a person when they're getting to this degree so um yeah so I'm, I'm trying to think that maybe i can go in that direction and i'm just trying them out now but trying to express those thoughts that so much freedom so much freedom but freedom from shelter and how how artificial the concept of independence is in that way because we're not independent Prabhupada gives the example of the hand and the body it's not independent and independence is not good for it because it loses its nourishment it loses its purpose or, or a, a part of a machine separate from the machine it loses its value it loses its purpose so this is the way my mind is thinking now, and, and I'm going to try to meditate on this and how to express it. This kind of freedom to that gives you freedom from, you don't get freedom from a lack of shelter. You know, I, I see that I saw this documentary on the um, Amish. I think at, at a particular time, America is just going to be the Orthodox Jews, the Amish, and the Muslims. <laughs> because the rest of the country, they don't have children because children become a burden. Because of the structure, children become a burden. So it's limited. Do I, 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 when I'm staying in, in Kadamba's house, it's a very interesting phenomena. And when I went, I forgot where I went. Anyway, I think on Saturday I went someplace and Dwayta Charya, he's here, he drove me. And I said, okay, take me to Kadumbas. I want to go through this town called Lakewood. It's quite a bit, it's not, it's not, it's not a town. It's quite a big place. Dozens and dozens of blocks either way. I mean, it's huge. And the Orthodox Jews decided to settle there. So I, I, I described it's the Alatra of the Orthodox Jews, but not just a thousand families. There's like tens of thousands of families. And the whole place the whole place, everything, is just people in black hats and women in, in wigs <laughs> and Hebrew written all over in every shop and every place. And they have so many kids that they're expanding into Jackson and Tom's Rivers, the places there, and they're buying up everything. And same, same thing, Muslim families, same thing with, um, I said, Orthodox Jews and Muslims and what was the other one I mentioned? Um, anyway, when I, when, I, when I look out the window at Kadamba because they're buying up the houses there too. And I see they all have many children. People may think it's a burden. The Amish, the Amish, yes. Amish also, what happens is Amish have many children. And what happens is 
when they get too many in a community, part of the community goes to a place in America where no one else is living, where the land is dirt cheap, <laughs> and then they, they expand. So anyway, it, it, these are thoughts that are in my mind that um, yeah, that type of culture will die also. You know, anyway, community is important. I see that. Okay. Um, anyway, I thank you for allowing me to express myself. Now I have to write it. And the first part of writing is getting the conceptions. Great, but I'm seeing something and I'm seeing a weakness. I'm seeing a fault. I'm seeing that culture of America is, is making orphans of old people, of everyone, of children. And not the liar, no guardians. And people wanted it and they pushed for it, liberation. But the freedom too becomes a little bit overrated when it doesn't protect you from freedom from a lack of guardianship. Eric Fromm, famous German sociologist, and he wrote the book, The Art of Loving, but something else. And he, he, he said, yeah, this freedom from. Of course, you take that idea too far and then, then the, the government restricts your freedoms. <laughs> That's what, you know, we're either a theocracy or a communist or you know, so it's it's a fun, and that's what I actually like about the Vedic culture. It had a balance of of guardianship and freedom. Had a balance, and sometimes they describe the Van Ashram system. It contained all different types of government within it. The Brahmins were completely free. So that's the anarchistic thing. The Kshatriyas represented the monarchy. The Vaishyas represented the um, capitalists. And the Sujas represent the uh, communists. So it, took, it ha actually has the best aspect. And what happens is, is uh, I'm just going on, with some thoughts, these particular systems, um, people take the good quality in it and and and, and <laughs> run with it, forgetting all the bad qualities. Like communism, how does it start? Communism starts that there should be equality. Equality is artificial because people are not equal. It's not not the way the laws of nature work. Opportunity can be equal, but you can't force it. You can make equality of opportunity, you can't force it. And what happens is to give that kind of equality, the government has to take power and force it. And then it's not equality, you get two classes, the government and everyone else. So there's never equality. Or, 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 or capitalism has a, a, a economic growth because there's always gonna be in any society, in any society, they did a study, approximately 10% of people will be expert in a particular thing, in any field, whether it's, it's the arts or something, something like this, a small percentage will be expert in something. Like myself, I, here I, I got the gift of gab and I like philosophy. I cannot figure out anything on a computer, anything. I can't download a song on my iPod. You can teach me a hundred times. So there's a class in society that's productive, that's vicious. So that may be 10% of the society, they'll produce 90% of the wealth. And if you restrict them too much, the country will become poor. Like in, in Russia, they starved because they wanted that equality, they starved. 
people were starving in Ukraine, starving in Siberia, starving here because they wiped out the productive class. But if that productive class takes too much of a percentage of the wealth and and doesn't make a, a, a facility for the people on the very bottom to rise, that's a defect. And the result of it, the people on the bottom will overthrow the people on the top and then there'll be lack of productivity. And then, you know, the Kshatriyas, um, I'm, I'm making this up as I go along. So it's, the Kshatriyas the, the are the warriors. I mean, that's a good system because you have qualified people as leaders. Look at the world now. Look at the American election. Two unqualified old men in different ways. What a choice in America. Two unqualified, dishonest persons. That's the choice you get in America. But, you know, the Kshatriya is a qualified person. And there was efficiency because he had authority and there's, you need a decision-making process. But the defect is, is if it goes to the person head, there, there's despotism. And I guess same thing with the Brahmins. They're the head of society. But they tend to become attached to it and make a caste system where certain aspects of knowledge are not available to everyone. So anyway, I'm just meditating being here at my mother's house and seeing the situation and seeing how little I can do about it. First of all, I have little authority here and uh, what to do it's hard i mean and i'm gonna try to do something like uh, my mother's always been deaf in one ear and the other ear she had a hearing aid which now doesn't work so she's not getting phone calls so i'm going to check that hearing aid today and see to get it so i'll do what i can but i'm just seeing it's the system I, I was thinking, you know, it takes a child to, it takes a village to raise a child. I think it also takes a village for a person to leave their body. Some type of community. It doesn't have to be that it's family even. It's just some type of community, some people that care, some people we have relationships with. Anyway, it, it's just the culture is, is, it is it, you know, it's a way of the material nature. Every good quality has a bad quality. That's why in Von Ashram, you had Kshatriyas, the Brahmins were, were the Brahmins were, were in charge of the Kshatriyas. But the Brahmins were very detached and the Kshatriyas had the power. So it created this nice, check that if you wanted to be number one, you had to be detached. Be Brahmin. And if you wanted the power, you'd have to be number two. And then you have the Kshatriyas with passion. The difficulty of passion is when it's not restrained. And then you have the Brahmins. The mode of goodness I can't say that it, 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 it restricts action, but there's not, it, it, it's not meant for rulership, that type of action. So you combine them together, you get the power to rule, and you also get the intellect to restrain it. So this is all in Prabhupada's books, why he spoke about Von Ashram. That's why Prabhupada spoke about Von Ashram. <laughs> Why he was concerned, and he said in the last days, what was he doing? He was going to Gidanagri to teach people, teach people how to live off the land. Some kind of anyway, I'm just reflecting. I'm just reflecting on Prabhupada was right. 
you know, we have so many ideas, but the Prabhupada was right. In so many aspects of the things he wanted to give. Um, now, today's verse. Actually, I, I, I came here and um, yeah, I'm saying there's no electricity, there's no bed, things have changed. Uh, my niece took the, the chair out of this room. I, luckily, my brother told me, otherwise I'd have no place to even sit. And heat doesn't come in this room. <laughs> the rest of the house is nice. So it's interesting. So anyway, wow, this CC is just so deep. Lord Chaitanya's taking sannyas. He's leaving home. And we're seeing Vipralamba. Vipralamba is not just separation. It's separation from an intimate relationship. There's not deeper lumba in Vaikuntha because the relationships there are reverence. There may be separation, but separation from reverence and separation from Madhurya or intimate love is, is, is a whole different thing. The country may mourn if the, the leader you know, dies. Uh, anyway, I'm going to share a thought with you about the culture in America as I'm thinking of it. I remember when I found out that John F. Kennedy died. I was playing in my backyard with my friends. I guess I was I'm born in 50, I don't know, 11 or 12. And one of our neighbors came and told us and that night we had a party at, I have a good memory, Alan Miller's house. We went to the party because it was a Friday, he died. Monday we went and we had the assembly and the head of the assembly, all well, students would meet in the auditorium or something. He got on our case. The president of the United States died. You still have a party? And I remember Alan Miller got up and said, Butcher, Baker, president, what does it matter? A culture of absolutely no respect. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, when King George the Fourth died, he had a he had a memorial issue with he had he had his picture on the cover of the Harmonist. Wrap that around your brain. On the cover of the Harmonist, his magazine. Because he wasn't nationalistic in that way. He thought the king here, he's allowing us to preach and organizing the country. So that's, that's good. Something like that. But a leader could die that people can really mourn deeply. You know, a noble leader. But it's not like when your son dies or your parents die or, or something. So it's like that. But Kunta is like, it's separation from the leader. Vindavan, it's separation from your friend. So Vipralamba, the separation in Braj is so much deeper. And that same type of separation is from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in, in, my, in Mayapur here. And, and here we see Mother Sachi, she's devastated. You can't even put into words how deeply 
because it's one thing a relationship, but when that relationship is Krishna, when that relationship is someone who is all attractive, you have love, you have affection for your child, there's certain qualities that attract you to the child. The more the qualities are, maybe the more the love. The most beautiful child, the most sweet child, the most loving child. He's so intelligent. He's so this, he's so that. Increasing that. And Mother Sachi is by the door and she's saying, take what you want. Govinda Varahename. In your absence, the whole world is vacant. There's something we can't understand until we have the level of realization because it, it's beyond duality, is the separation in the spiritual world, which is the which is the greatest pain and the greatest happiness at the same time because happiness is love and it invokes love to the greatest degree. And in that type of love, the object of your affection somehow goes, it, the object that was outside of you now has gone in your heart. So almost the, the union. And of course, we're only separated from God by consciousness. So it may be prakat, it may be manifest separation, but not uprakat, internal. And that internal reality of Krishna is just as real as the external reality of Krishna. But her separation, you know, someone dies, you, 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 you cherish every single item that belonged to them that gives you remembrance of them. And yeah, I see on Sunday, I'll go up to Jumuna Bihari and Leela Brindavan and they're across from a cemetery. It's actually quite nice, big place. And I took a walk there and you see the separation, especially if someone was younger You see, I saw one guy died that had his picture on the tombstone. It was this year and he was only 20 and it was just so many flowers and things around. And his attachment to the things, she's can take what you want. She's at the door lamenting, take what you want. Take what you want. On hearing about the Lord's departure, all the devotees immediately fell unconscious to the ground. I, I was there in Prabhupada's room. There's one God, God brother I remember to this day, Nilamani from Venezuela. The moment Prabhupada left this world, he crashed to the ground. The emotion of that separation Remember one God sister, I told you this, very elevated God sister named Sitala, married to Harisari, very elevated soul. And I saw her at the, a few years ago at our disappearance celebration in Govardhan Hill. We have a great group of senior Vaishnavas there, but it's not like the thousands that are in Vrindavan, but we have, and why did you come from Vrindavan? Why are you here? She said, I, since Prabhupada passed away, I could not even be there. It is too painful to me. It is too painful for me. So this mood of separation, the Lord has left. He has taken sannyas. And in those days, an injunction is a sannyasi never comes back to his village. When I first took sannyas, I was consulting people if I can go visit my parents. That was ISKCON. Again, um, 
a little fanatic at times, but at the same sense, a, a commitment that spread this movement all around the world. We may have not been completely balanced, but we in our hearts were surrendered, which is actually the foundation of bhakti. If you have a house, you don't see the foundation, but without the foundation, it doesn't exist. So you may see someone's devotion, but the foundation is surrender. And again, we don't have that samskar in our heart. Our samskar is independence, not shelter. Complete shelter. Because we knew that, that that relationship with Prabhupada is our relationship with Krishna in that sense. And if, you're, if you want to be independent, then don't go to the spiritual world because there's no independence there. There's only love. And in love, you move with the desires of your beloved. There's no independence in love. You're a slave in love. Ask any mother. I see there's some mothers here. There's a few mothers. They're slaves. When they have young ch children, they're slaves in love. You, have, you want to be in the spiritual? You really want to be in this Krishna consciousness movement? You really want to go to the spiritual world? You really want to surrender? You want to give up your independence out of love? One great Vaishnava described the moment that he got bhava. I, I, I can't, I remember when I heard this tape and I, I, I met the Vaishnava and I knew what level of devotion he was on. And he was talking indirectly about it. The moment where he actually, the Lord's internal potency descended on his consciousness. And I remember he, what he said, he said, then I was captured. Then I was captured. He said, I, I was the subject, meaning the controller, the center. Then I became the object. <laughs> and that's real love. It's so sweet in the heart that we're, and it's not codependent. Because codependence means you're loving for yourself. You're loving because that's your identity. That relationship with the person is your ego identity, not your service identity. I was captured. I, and I, it, because why? Love, love. That's what the spiritual world is. And one of the aspects here that we cultivate is separation, as Lord Chaitanya taught us. It's a very natural love for us because we're not with God. And that consciousness will actually bring us to God. So the devotees fell unconscious. What lamentation the Vaishnavas felt, they all began to cry loudly in distress. Emotions have to be expressed, otherwise they consume us. That's the consciousness of most artists, not all artists, but a great percentage of artists are detached from their emotions. Not detached, they have them, but they can't figure them out because they're so strong. So they have to express them, otherwise it consumes them. I've studied this in psychology, a very interesting point. A lot of artists are detached from the mother and the father. And it creates emotion. And they just have to express it. They must express it. Anyway, strong feelings have to be expressed. That's called anubhav. When there's bhava or emotion, there's anubhav. There's actions, Anu, that follow the Bhav. Placing their arms around one another's necks, they all lamented in various ways because they can't even stand up and they want shelter. 
They cried, O Gopinath, what a terrible night we have passed. And they held their heads and wept. How will we live without seeing that moon-like face? What is the use of this sinful life? Why has this thunderbolt suddenly struck? Speaking in this way, some of them rolled on the ground and some of them beat their chests. The Lord's house resounded with the devotees uncontrollably weeping. All the devotees that came to see the Lord were drowned in an ocean of separation. Devotees incessantly wept and fell to the ground exclaiming, the Lord has left us to take sannyas. The Lord of the forlorn has left and thrown us in an ocean of lamentation. My guardian has left. I shall, that's faith. Faith means sharanagati. We go for shelter. We go for guardianship. And guardianship means maintenance and authority. <laughs> and not authority in a bad way. But one who has the rightful direction of our life and has the facility to nourish it. That's guardianship. And that's the foundation of bhakti in relationship with guru and the relationship with Krishna. Actually, I'm, I'm meditating on Govardhan a lot. It's just, I don't know why this struck, struck my mind. And in the class, I just have to express it because I have this place behind the ISKCON place. And it's kind of like there's this abandoned park, you know, like they like us right in front of it. So the house doesn't have much disturbance around it. And I, I've been given these three kind of apartments. And right now we're renovating it. So I have a little ashram and any of you here you're invited to come out and stay in my ashram and there's great prasadam because the we can all men and women go to the iskan ashram and eat like real vaishnavas i love that ashram because the senior vaishnavas everyone takes together no separate Sometimes you're sitting and take prasadam and you look up there and you'll see Jayadweta Swami and Vaisheshagabhu and Keshava Bharti Maharaj and, and Havi Prabhu and the, you know and, and they're all everyone taking the same prasadam and the Vaishnav serving. I'm saying that because I, I, I'm getting these on Telegram. Someone put me on Telegram. I get every day a review how they're going to fix it up. So you're all invited <laughs> to visit me and stay in Govardhan. If we get back, you can't buy a ticket to Vrindavan. I'm realizing that more and more. I just got a nice, wonderful message from Indra Swami today. Really sweet. I mean, so personal, so nice to get a loving message from a God brother, you know what he's doing now, because after 50 years, <laughs> Krishna's put him in a place. And I said, wow, I'm quarantined in New Jersey and you're quarantined in Vrindavan. All the devotees cried and fell unconscious. They loudly exclaimed, Hari, Hari, what is the use of our wealth, our families, or even our life? When the Lord has left us. As they held their heads. And beat their chest, they exclaimed. Oh, Hari. Oh, Lord Vishwambar. You have left to take sannyas without telling us. 
The devotees were covered with dust and they cried. Okay, we end there. Any reflections? Eric Krishna Maharaj, so many great, I, I can't wait for your Monday morning dream about freedom. That freed up so much thoughts, but I'm really reflecting on something you said at the beginning of class when you said that this culture makes us all orphans. And it's so true because this culture like allows us, even encourages us to turn away from God, which is making us the ultimate orphan that we're really uh, like not supported to turn towards God, but to turn away. So it really is true. It's making us orphans from the ultimate. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got that from that term and not Delia, where, where it was like a bad thing. This is the place where people have no, you know, parents, right? No, we're giving shelter and not the liar, right? To those who have no controller <laughs> and we're trying to get rid of it. <laughs> the thing we're trying to get rid of, they're lamenting that they don't have. <laughs> okay, Jamuna Jaya, thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Um, I wanna also thank you for the freedom from and freedom to I've got lots of thoughts going, but I was one of the things I was wondering if I could ask a question is um, I remember reading in some of Srila Prabhupada's books, he talked about spiritual communism. Is that the phrase he was using for the Varanashram system or is that a different idea? I'm not sure exactly what he referred to, but if it's spiritual communism, he would refer perhaps that the working class of people would be fully maintained. You know, they would be fully maintained. There would be no poverty. There would be, you know, they, the working class would be fully maintained. In Von Ashram, that's the system. Actually, uh, those people would just be maintained. They wouldn't actually get money. They would be maintained. <laughs> so that the spiritual communism was, yes, there would be people that they, you know, that they would be taken care of by everyone else and they would do their work and labor, you know? So yes, but it would be spiritual communism because it wouldn't wipe out the, the productive class which produces <laughs> the wealth of the country, but it wouldn't neglect the people who, who didn't have those means either. That makes sense? Yes, thank you, Maharaj. Thanks. Okay, anybody else? Krishna Guru Maharaj, Narma Saiki here. Haribo. Haribo. Uh, I like the, 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 what you said about it's take a village to raise a child and uh, also take a village to take care of a parent who's leaving his body. It's, it really strikes me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And other thing you said that realization is when you see reality. Realization, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. You know, um, I was thinking about um, that devotee who who he's, you know, kind of like suddenly realized his devotion to to Krishna. You know yeah. who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how well I can how well I can articulate this, but you know, I was speaking with Melissa Vitri and you know she seemed to be saying that. You know, Krishna consciousness, you know, we always hear that Krishna consciousness is a gradual process, a gradual process, but it's about, it seems like she was saying that you, you might gradually come to the point where you, you, you finally found, find yourself in the, the same position as that devotee that you speak to. Well, that, that, that is the process. It's a gradual process. And we have to come to the platform of a shakti, um, this intense desire, 
and then that attracts something special, which is the Samvit Ladini Shakti of the Lord, which energizes our consciousness in a way where we actually can have a realization of our, our relationship with Krishna fully. Right, and that's the part that's not gradual. It's like you, you right. It's it's like and described in in the story of Druvamarj, like lightning and illumination. <laughs> right, there's yeah that that's like boom, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you know Mother Savitri, how learned she is, and reading Jiva Dharma and all these books, and uh, give me a little note how they're doing now that Nanda Dulala is back. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping he, he's feeling some relief, even if he can't recognize it, just being home and. Mm -hmm. And that's a good good example of today's class. You know, he's in the hospital. Well, at least he's home with his family. You know. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow, right? Yes, Haribo. Okay. Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much for the class. I got your letter, uh, uh, it, it, a very beautiful letter. It made me very, very, made me very happy. Uh, thank you very much, Maharaj. And Sriradika gets some extra blessings also. <laughs> Followed by instruction, and she sees the benefit of it. Yeah, that's true. It, it changed her. It changed the family. Yeah. Okay, but I, I, I need to give a thoughtful reply for that. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Maharaj. That's very kind of you. Okay. Bo. Anybody else? Okay. Oh, I saw Jaiki Shori. Hi, Paul. Mysteriously. Hi, Paul Maharaj. Thank you for class. Okay. Nice. Really like the description of the spiritual world as a place where there was no independence. <laughs> That's saying a lot, isn't it? <laughs> you fought for independence your whole life, and now you realize. <laughs> this is the wrong goal. <laughs> the wrong goal. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Okay, very nice realization. Thank you. Okay. Anybody Hi, else? Hey, Krishna. Thank you for class. Um, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. D did you ever send a book to Satyaraj? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess it yeah, takes it time, right? It, it was delivered. No, he didn't get it yet. Oh, he didn't. Oh, okay. I'll check. I'll check on the tracking. And I'll let you know. And let me know, okay? Okay. 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 Hi, Bob. Right, okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. This is Jagannatha Priya. Thank you for the class. Oh, all the way from the west coast of India. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Hare Krishna. This is Akiko. Kiko, that background is, it's like mystical. I, I miss don't... her. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm very happy you, you attend all the classes. Anybody else? Okay. I'm going to head out. Thank you all. Vanshakopatrubhya sarkapasindu bebe jhapatitanam bhai.